0: This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 209 of The Real Word.
1: Word is up.
0: 209 in the first episode that Nicole has headphones that she's not going to complain about, hold against me, hold against Bobby. I Word. wasn't holding
1: anything against anybody. They just, they start itching. Yeah. And it just, you love having a headset. It's like you must have worn like. Did you wear like headbands as a child? Like I hated headbands; it always gave me headaches. Actually,
0: I did. I had a Nike headband.
1: You yeah. did? Yeah. For did yeah. you have long hair? You
0: remember when, you know, kids would would uh, part their hair in the middle and they'd grow their hair like down to their ears, but we would like shave. You would shave up your entire, you know, side of your head. Maybe one
1: side. Yeah.
0: And then and then you would let the hair drop over. You what grade each side were you? You must head. you
1: must have been in like third grade.
0: This is like, yeah, like, I don't know, fourth, fifth grade-ish. Yeah, And then you'd wear the headband underneath. It'd just feel cool, you know, just like, it was a good feeling.
1: So what, the hair was over it?
0: The hair was over, but but the sides of your head were shaved. Oh,
1: my Lord. Yeah, all right. It's so funny because my kid has to dress um, as 90s. It's like a spirit week at school. And my husband and I are both like, what does that even mean? But- Maybe I need to give him a headband or something because that was that was probably oh, there's well a into lot the of 90s. different,
0: a lot of different things from '90s, and you know like what, every what? like
1: a, like, a, like like a, a windbreaker. Every, no not a windbreaker. I feel like we always went to like Bob's and got um, well a
0: starter jacket for one was and something the, what's it early called, um,
1: you know, um, well, Bob's what's that, that print? What's that print? Plaid like plaid shirts. No, we okay. wore like plaid shirts. Anyway. Well,
0: everybody got to learn about the 90s that didn't know about it on this uh last week's Super Bowl.
1: Well, which th- I was gonna say it loops right into our Marketeer of the Week, but yeah. I did you love you didn't love it. You didn't love it. You put it as number two, but I loved it. I wanted a little bit more snoop. I mean,
0: does number I two like not mean like loving it, it? Does the feel, number two well, halftime no, show of all time not mean, mean was loving number,
1: it? I th- it was number one. I just I f- I f- was it short or was, yeah, was I just short. enjoying it that much?
0: That's so why I ranked short. it. That's why I ranked it number two. There should have been more songs. I could have yes. done without Kendrick Lamar. I could have done without that, that one song from Mary J. Blige. I thought she didn't even really, uh, you know, but I would have. It
1: didn't look like she was singing. I'll be honest. Yeah, but I, I
0: would have done more with Dre M and Snoop uh, we and 50 more. was a treat. Yeah. But yeah. nothing we beats. We definitely
1: need more Snoop. I needed more Snoop. I mean, he had the outfit on. He was, I love Snoop. I actually listened to him all morning long, like getting myself like ready.
0: Absolutely nothing beats 1993. MJ, Michael Jackson, that was the greatest mm. halftime show of all time. Bobby, on his uh Instagram, story, oh, he said
1: Bruno Mars, and I
0: and I wrote to Bobby. Well, Bobby Byron says, actually
1: called me. He's like, I think we need to fire Bobby. Yeah. I,
0: said, I wrote to him. That's a fireable <laughs> offense. Saying Bruno Mars is the best halftime show of all time. Yes, that's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's get into the rackets. We've mm. got double Zillow topics. They are. Back in the news, the stock is going back up. And then we do have a marketeer that ties back into the Super Bowl. So racket number one, Zillow's plan is to double agents business by 2025. So Zillow's audacious plan is double premier agent business by 25. After shuttering Zillow offers, which we talked about a whole bunch when they did it at the end of the year, the company's going back to its agent lead gen roots. Nicole, mm-hmm. did we not say this over and over again? They will go back to basics, back to basics. and that's-
1: Well, they never really left the basics, but obviously now they're doubling down on him.
0: But this is now the core focus. Instead of getting diverted into this Zillow offers thing, their focus is what it should have always been, agent lead generation. They have, right. and according to the earnings report that came out last week, they have 63% of... Daily active app users, realtor.com's at 20.2%, Redfin's at 13.4%. Then you have apartments.com, Rocket, CoStar, which is HomeSnap, CoStar also owning home, uh, homes.com. That's making mm-hmm. up just you know a few percentage points on the pie chart. Zillow at 63% should have never strayed from what got them here, which is the attention of the consumer. And they can monetize that with selling those leads to the agents. Okay, so uh, they've generated 1.5 billion in revenue this past year with their premier agent program. Mm-hmm. And their plan is to double that. So from 1.5 to 3 billion by mm-hmm. 2025. The The new strategy is the company going back to its roots. Uh, Nicole, this is, we. I mean, we've said this last year, we said it was a good idea. So I don't even think we're both in agreement there. This is the direction they should be going right. in. Mm-hmm. Is there more room for them to grow agent business? Is If 63% of people are already using the app and they're handing these leads off either by market-based mm-hmm. pricing or with their flex partners –
1: Right, Mm -hmm. so they they
0: Mm -hmm. they do a lot of flex partner deals in certain markets Mm -hmm. where they're getting anywhere from a thirty to a thirty five percent referral fee, and then Mm -hmm. there are some overflow leads and other markets where they just do market based pricing and sell zip codes. Is there more room for them to grow either of those businesses?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, I do think that there is. I think because again, further down in there, and um, this article too, it's talking about Zillow Mortgage. I think if they probably put the gas on that too, that would even generate some more Zillow leads. Mortgage. And by I the think way, potentially is even. Oh, see, Bobby, what? I got unplugged.
0: Oh, look at those Jeepers headphones. Scrapers, already, are the day already, one, I'm already but,
1: failing. All right, now I can hear you, Byron. So
0: I was just going to say when you mentioned <laughs> Zillow Mortgage. Unprofitable to this point, losing fifty million, which is so surprising.
1: I agree. I well, so, but I but I think where it'll help though is again. So all of our agents are always complaining about like they're not good leads, they're not qualified. I mean, if you're able to even pre-qualify these buyers before, I think that there'll be even like I think even more agents will want to jump on board with that because then there's obviously a little bit more value add. We're gonna have to figure something out here, Bobby. Because now I'm scared. I'm just gonna keep unplugging this, but.
0: Well, the, there's no question that the mortgage brings them a huge opportunity. If they're unprofitable, huge. that's most brokers' most profitable Money. auxiliary yeah. product. It's the most profitable part of their business, a lot of these big brokers. Well, I
1: think that it keeps most real, the real estate end afloat, end afloat for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and so them figuring out how to be profitable there, but that's not the premier agent part that they're talking about doubling. Here's the numbers according to Zillow's earning reports. There, there were, in 2021, 12.2 million sides of a transaction based off of the 6.1 million homes sold. So really, we're looking at 6.1 million buy side consumer transactions, which is what Zillow really monetizes, the buy side. 4.1 million actual shoppers out of the 6.1 million used Zillow. out of the 4.1 million or 1.4 million out of the 6.1 who actually purchased, they sought a Zillow Premier agent. And then from there, 360,000 consumer transactions were generated from those 1.4 million buyers who sought out a Zillow Premier agent. That accounts for 3% of all transactions. So when we think Zillow is going to double up premier agent business, flex and market-based pricing, they just have to go from 3% of total transactions on the buy side only right, to 6%. Right. Okay. So that's doable to me. For sure. That's doable. And I, I think I, I phrased that wrong. 3% of all buyer and seller transactions. <clears throat> now, most of those were buy side. Yeah. So really, them going to 6% would be closer to, say, 12% mm-hmm. of buy-side transactions. Does that sound a, a little over ambitious?
1: I don't think so. Again, I think that they're doubling down on this whole premier agent sector too. So they're making their teams be highly accountable to the calls, to the follow-up. Um, so I think that as the agents get better on the follow-up, and Zillow is, del- you know, picking agents that can deliver the service that they require. Why wouldn't they be able to close 12% of the deals at that point? Yeah. I mean, they're really trying to, you know, not just give the agent a lead, but make sure that they're, con- like, keep maintaining control of that agent so that those deals are closing. So, no, I mean, I, I think it's totally feasible based on what they're now doing with the agent premier, um, like, sector part of, of their business.
0: Zillow owning 12 plus percent of all buy side transactions by 2025 is going to happen. 63% of people use the app to search for homes. I've got no question in my mind that number will grow. Google of real estate is Zillow and them doubling up their premier agent business and going to 12% is kind of baked in the cake. I like that phrase now, Nicole. If you notice, I use that cake. a lot? Baked in the cake?
1: I, I think that's the first time I've heard you use it. We, I, I, I have it like
0: three times. We were on the phone for like three hours yesterday.
1: Baked, and I used it at least three times. What do you you take notes? You keep in like like a chart. Like, yeah, I'm like, like okay. Scratches? Am I over... like one two three four and then five? Like you.
0: Am I overusing I... <laughs> this? Like you've got words you overuse all the time. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know that I overuse them. I think they're just they're they're like my they're like my catchphrase. Like they're my it's like my um you know how much I love logos. It's like some of them are just my logo. Yeah. You know?
0: You've yeah. got a lot of those. All right, so we didn't go through the whole earnings report there. Just really focused in on. Uh, That one claim, that was their biggest claim in the earnings report, would they, that they would double that premier agent business, obviously getting rid of any revenue from, uh, you know, from selling homes, not doing that from the offers program, they're going to need to make up that revenue somewhere. Uh, I believe they'll do it. You can see, we have an Inman article here, uh, and this is from Mike Delpretty. We've covered him. He's got a lot of good stuff where yep. it's got some charts here, um, where the revenue goal is going. I mean, it's just a 2X in in this short period of time.
1: There's so many graphs. You love graphs. I
0: love the graphs. I do yep. love the graphs. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you can see there a loss of 50 million for the mortgage business. We're gonna talk, when we talk about the marketeer, we're gonna talk about this race to uh, really everybody trying to go after the full transaction. And as their, their premier agent business grows, I can promise you premier agent partners are going to be pressured in to using or at least getting the consumer a quote from a Zillow loan company. So yeah. everybody, everybody that's working under a brokerage right now, they want you to use broker you know, broker mortgage company.
1: Well, they put a lot of pressure on you to use for sure. their broker. Yeah. And
0: the yeah. pressure is going to come from your, your broker. The pressure is mm-hmm. going to come from your lead sources, whether it be Zillow or whoever. And it's also going to come from your local lender that that you would network with and do events with and those kind of things. That
1: takes you out for cocktails. Yeah.
0: Everybody's going to want the full transaction. And Nicole, I tell you what, Zillow will be buying out indie real estate companies at some point, and they Mm -hmm. will go full brokerage to get more of the full transaction. That day's coming uh, for sure. I I don't even, like, I'm not even 99% on it anymore. I'm 100% on that. 100? Yeah. All right, racket number two. Zillow says- it. Their 2022 housing forecast is way off. They now are saying home prices are set to spike sixteen percent this year. Last year, year over year, was twenty percent, uh, which many have said is unsustainable. We'd agree with that, right? Twenty percent year mm-hmm. over year, yep, unsustainable. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of reports that they were at thirteen percent. This article, Fortune,
1: saying eleven,
0: says they were at eleven. Uh, Anyways, they're up to 16.4% between December 2021 and December 2022. So kind of like they admitted, hey, we don't know how to value homes on the Zillow offer program. They're saying, hey, we were wrong (laughs) on our first uh, prediction on home appreciation. And this is where we think it's going. Nicole, I've said double digits for sure. I've been a little less bullish than some of these reports I've seen, 13 and 16%. Uh, Goldman Sachs, I think, was at thirteen and a half percent, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, they, they were. Uh are you in the high teens like Zillow or are you double? I mean, digits? we're already
1: we're already seeing it. I I mean, I, I can't tell you how many homes probably in the last, I would say, three weeks are these homes that people legitimately just bought like six, seven, eight months ago and they're putting them back on for maybe like $10,000 over what they bought it for. And they are getting multiple offers going for like well over, well over ask. I mean, they haven't closed obviously yet cause they haven't, they haven't closed. Um, but I definitely see, I- I'm probably in the mid teens. I mean, just to play it safe, like, wow. you know, why not? We'll, we'll say fifteen. Um, but I mean, again, right off the bat, um, we're already seeing these homes. Again, a three hundred thousand dollar home going on for ten thousand dollars over. I mean, you're already hitting that number just on the list price. So, um, I mean, it's just it's it's bonkers. It's it. Who knew? Who knew? But
0: and remember, these when when these prices are reported, when February's numbers are reported, those are lagging indicators. When we're looking at right. closed sales these are these were things that happened in november and december so it's it's when when anytime you look at price in real estate closings it's yesterday's data it's what happened in the past and that's where i do believe you're going to see price appreciation this entire year because right now we're dealing with low inventory so everything that happens two months from now is going to reflect a competitive situation, people bidding against each other.
1: Well, which will obviously only fuel the spring market even more because now you have the comps for all those homes that are coming on. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: What I I do believe, and why I'm probably closer to 10% appreciation when the year kind of all shakes out, is that somewhere towards the end of the year, we will have an inflection point. Mm -hmm. And if it's in quarter four, then you're right we could see 16.4% home price appreciation for this year. But at some point we're going to start to see interest rates get so high that buyers drop out of the market. We're going to start to see more inventory come on. Ivy Zelman last week said 1.5 million new construction homes hitting in 2023. And if investors, like we said last week, put homes on the market, you will eventually see prices start to cool. There is going to be a point that that happens, but those prices probably won't reflect 2022 numbers. They're going to be all 2023 numbers. So it could very well get to 16.4% like Zillow is now predicting. Hmm. There's a nice little-
1: Donkers. Uh, I just still, I mean, I guess we can only talk about our area. I just, I don't ever, I don't see the inventory catching up to the demand at this point, but- And um, like Ivy but said again, last- I'm just just talking strictly about our area, obviously.
0: Go check out last week's podcast. Ivy Zellman, who predicted the last housing uh, crash, who's really, you know, she's one of the smartest real estate researchers in the game- uh, she's saying that this 1.5 million homes is really going to impact inventory next year, which would impact pricing. If you, you can go okay. back and, and watch that. But she did say it was area specific. So when Nicole's saying, I'm looking at my, you know, the market of Connecticut, uh, yeah, there's not new construction happening there. So when there's no inventory right now, it's going to take a while for Connecticut to catch up. By the way, last time uh, there was a crash. The Northeast lagged places like Vegas and Florida and Texas that were that had a heavy new construction. You know, they, they were hit hard in the beginning. Then it took a year or two At
1: for least. the prices
0: in Connecticut to, to all the way drop that where those Well, markets but it's also taken
1: quicker. us so oh, how long? Ten took a 15 to years yeah. to get back. <laughs>
0: so, and that happens a lot in the Northeast where we'll be way behind when those other markets come back, just based off of you know influx of new residents and those kind of things. And then same thing on, on when it drops. So I, right. I'm i starting to see that same trend kind of play out early, early. You're going to see, I, I do not want to sound like I'm calling a crash or anything like that. And I don't think we're going to see a crash as big as we saw last time. I'm not no. saying any of those things. Uh, And I do believe 2022, right on the money with everybody, like home values are going to go up. We're already sitting, you know, in the middle of Q1 and it's evident that for the next three to four months, we're not going to have an, you know, an inventory issue being solved here. So numbers for at least the next six months are going to continue to go up. Um, All right, let's go to the marketeer. Oh boy. Super Bowl. Got to. Best Super Bowl commercial. A lot of people are saying this is the best.
1: Ooh, the best. I've heard a lot of people say it. I think it was certainly the most entertaining. It's funny, though, because I was at a party and I wasn't paying attention. And obviously, everyone was like, Nicole, Nicole. So I think everyone was entertained by it. At least the people I was around were entertained by it.
0: Rocket Homes and Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl 56 commercial. Dream house with Anna Kendrick and Barbie. So they've got all these little Barbie names. House Slipper, Skipper. Now are these gonna be real Barbie dolls as well? Is this like a total collab where Barbie's making these? Barbie I doubt dolls? it.
1: But but how smart were they to collab with Barbie? I mean, nothing like pulling some he- you know, some some heavy hitter names there. I don't um, know.
0: There there might be an opportunity for them I to make it. these dolls. House slipper skipper, better offer Betty. Can... Yeah. Better offer Betty. Was that the other one?
1: I liked Better Offer Betty. What was the other one, Bobby?
0: Cash Offer Carl. Like off
1: oh yeah, cash off I like better off for Betty. Mm-hmm.
0: So really entertaining. They obviously got you know a lot of social media buzz off of this commercial, makes them the marketeer of the week. Uh, but it also just highlights for agents, how much these companies are coming after the full transaction. I mean, they are marketing side by side with Rocket Mortgage, largest mortgage company in America, this Rocket Homes element. Now mm-hmm. we went over the numbers, Zillow put them into their earnings report, Rocket only has 1.13% of people using their app to search for homes, but Rocket Mortgage has a huge lead flow of people looking for mortgages, mortgages, and they are now capitalizing off of selling those leads back to agents. They don't want you bringing their agent to the table. Of course, they want you, they, they want you using their loan, but Rocket wants to place you with an agent. So right. everybody is going after the entire transaction, title, mortgage, the agent services, and rockets no different.
1: Are you waiting for me to say are, something? Yeah,
0: are you worried about that, Nicole?
1: No, I agree. I mean, it's smart. I mean, think about how many times, you know, you had a, a buyer come to you and they and they've had like Gosh, any ABC mortgage, and because you feel more comfortable with your mortgage person, you're now offering your guy. So, again, if if they're handing this lead off to an agent that they've partnered with, they definitely are. You know, trying to maintain the fact that the mortgage will actually go through with them too. So, again, it'll be it'll be fun to see what happens. Again, I love the commercial, though. Um, Again, wildly entertaining and 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 very smart.
0: They uh, they made a lot of noise in with this commercial in the sense that I got a few DMS and also a few you text did? messages where people mm. asked me agents, do you have a contact with rocket? Oh, really? It, yeah. People want to get lead. Like, it's like, Hey, no, you do, you know, Zillow flex what or whatever, doing, like, Yeah. do you have a contact? Are you getting leads right now from rocket homes? Like people are like, man, that's, that's a lead pillar the commercial. for me.
1: Look at that, huh?
0: I got to ask TF if he's got a contact. Rocket very interesting i'm like i ain't giving you the contact till i get the contact. Right? rocket home, hit us up <laughs> we're ready to go all right congrats you guys are the marketeer of the week maybe i'll well, get they, it you was, a, it was
1: six million it was six million well spent
0: maybe i'll get you the house flipper skipper nicole they should have they should have named it house flipper nicole
1: well that wouldn't make sense it doesn't rhyme hmm. and i'm not a barbie skipper is a barbie
0: is that a real barbie skipper
1: skipper yeah mm-hmm
0: are you sure about is like
1: about Yeah, it's, she's like the the tween version of of Barbie. Skipper. How'd you know that? Yeah, well, because I was a huge Barbie lover. Like, really, it's all I played with and all I did. Yep, I had like the cor- the pink Corvette. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. huge Barbie lover.
0: Didn't know that. Why all did right. You did the ad
1: like that? It yes, it's again. It went with the '90s. It went with I a Dre and Snoop. I mean, it was it hit every corner of my childhood, the yeah, Super Bowl.
0: I thought it was a total 90s Super Bowl. They should do that. Total every
1: year. flashback. I loved it. Yep.
0: All right. Which commercial did you like the best? Are you worried about Rocket in the comments? And what are your thoughts? Will Zillow double up agent premier business by 2025? Love to hear from you. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Keep it real.
1: Keep it real.